We're on Mem Bays, Amud Bays, 42B, 11 lines to the bottom. Amar Rav. Rav said, Hochotak Rabban Gamliel, the deer of the Sahar, Ushfinah. The halacha is like Rabban Gamliel regarding the animal enclosures. If non-Jews kidnapped the Jew and deposited him in an animal enclosure outside the Tchum, he may walk through the entire enclosure, Ushfinah. And Allah is like Rav Gamliel regarding a boat, that if you're on a boat on Shabbos, you can walk through the entire boat, even though the boat is moving outside the Tchum Shabbos where you started. The Shmuel Amar, the Shmuel says, Shmuel says Allah is like Rav Gamliel regarding the boat, but not regarding the person who was kidnapped and put down in an animal enclosure. Amar says, so we see that everyone, Rav and Shmuel, holds that the halacha is like Rav Gamliel in the case of the boat. My time, what's the reason? Rabba says that if you're on a boat, you got on a boat before Shabbos, that's the case we're talking about. So before Shabbos, you were inside the mechitzos, inside the enclosure around the boat before Shabbos started, unlike the guy who was kidnapped and put down somewhere else, he was not inside those mechitzos before Shabbos. Rabbi Zera Amar, Rabbi Zera says, Rabbi Zera says the reason that everyone agrees Allah is like Rabbi Gamliel regarding the boat is because the boat is moving him from the beginning of Arba Amos to the end of Arba Amos. Rashi gives three explanations and his favorite interpretation seems to be the third one in the name of his uncle, Rabbi Shimon, that when a person picks up his foot to walk on the boat, before he's even put his foot down, the boat has already moved four amos. He's already in a different four amos. It's as if he's been involuntarily removed, just like somebody who was kidnapped and put down outside of his arba amos. He always has four amos. Therefore, wherever he goes, he's only going four amos because the boat keeps moving under him at least four amos. My binahu, what's the difference between these two explanations? One difference between them is if the walls of the boat, the railings, the machitos of the boat would fall off. Now, Rabba's reason wouldn't work that he's inside the machitos, but Rabbi Zera's reason that the boat is constantly moving under him and wherever he goes, it's as if he was taken from his place and put somewhere else and he has four amos, that reason would still be good. Inami. Another difference between Rava and Rezera is if he's jumping from one boat to another, according to Rava, it's no good because it's not the walls within which he began Shabbos. He's now within a different set of walls. And according to Rezera, it would still be good because there are these boats going next to each other. They're always taking their inhabitants out of one four almost into another four almost. So what difference does it make if he's on one boat or multiple boats? Where I asked, Rabbi Zera, my time in Lomar Karaba, why didn't Rabbi Zera say like Rava? He says that the mechitzos of boats are made to keep the water out. A proper mechitza is something that's made to keep something in, not something that's made to keep something out. Therefore, the mechitzos that are just made to keep the water out don't count. Rava, my time in Lomar Karaba, and why doesn't Rava say like Rabbi Zera? 
the Malacha Kuyamalopligi, because if the boat was moving, nobody would argue. You are not allowed to walk on the whole boat. Even Rabbi Akiva would agree. Kipligi, where Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Yeshua on the one hand, and Rabbi Gamliel and Rabbi Lazar and Azari on the other hand were arguing, is Bisha'amda, when the boat is not moving. And Rabbi Zero's reason only works when the boat is moving. And that can't be the reason for Rabbi Gamliel in the Machlokas, because when the boat is moving, everyone would agree. You are allowed to go more than four amos. Amar of Nachman, Yitzhak, Maniti, Nami, Deka, the Malachat Lopligi. Rabbi Nachman, Yitzhak says, we can infer from our Mishnah that you do not argue in a case where the boat is moving. Vidiktani, because it says in Mishnah, it happened that they came from a place called Plundrasin. He flew us in the and their ship was out in the sea. Rabbi Gamliel, Rabbi Elazar ben Azaria, hachuet kula. Rabbi Gamliel and Rabbi Elazar ben Azaria walked throughout the ship. Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Kiva, lo zazu me arba matra tulach miralatzman. Rabbi Kiva and Rabbi Yeshua did not move from their four amos because they wanted to be strict on themselves. If you'll say that in a case where the boat's moving, they don't argue, everyone says you're allowed to move around on the ship, that's why it says Ratsu, they wanted to be Machmir. Why? The boat might stand still. But if you say that they argue even when the boat is moving, why are you saying they wanted to be Machmir? It would be Asr. If they hold you're not allowed to walk around on a moving boat, you can't say they didn't walk around because they wanted to be machmir. They hold it's also. It's not a chumrah. It's, it's not iser. It can only be a chumrah if it's mutter. So you see that they hold that moving around on a moving ship is permitted. Like Rav Nachman said, Amar Rav Ashi, Rav Ashi said, Maniti Nami Deka, you can infer it from another part of the Mishnah. Diktani, Svina, Dumyad, Dir Vasar. The Mishnah equates a boat with a corral, ma dir vasar de kvi, just as a corral is stationary, asvina nami de kviya, so too the boat in the Mishnah was stationary, and that's the case where Rabbi Yeshua and Rabbi Kiva argue. But if the boat had been moving, then everyone would agree you're allowed to move around on the ship. Amrle Rav Acha Brei the Ravashi, Rav Acha Brei said to Ravashi, Elcha Takir Rav Gamliel Besvina, Allah is like Rav Gamliel regarding a boat, where I ask, Allah is like Rabbi Gamliel, implying somebody argues with him. We just said nobody argues with him. Where it says, In, yes. The Vatanya Hananya ben Achir Rabbi Yeshua Omer, the Brisa says that Hananya, the nephew of Rabbi Yeshua, said, All day long, Rashi says, that day that they were on the boat, they debated halacha whether somebody who's forcibly removed from the tomb and put down in a corral can walk through the corral. Emesh, and in the evening, my uncle, but that is Rabbi Yeshua, paskind, the halacha is like Rabbi Gamliel regarding a boat, and the halacha is like Rabbi Akiva regarding a corral, that is somebody who was put down in the corral. Natural Rav Acha Rabbi is saying to Ravashi that the halacha is like Rabbi Gamliel, even though they argue with him regarding a stationary boat, Halacha is like him regarding the stationary boat, whereas Rabbi Yeshua and Rabbi Kiva only agreed with him regarding a moving boat. Tosos also discusses the question of whether you're allowed to get on a boat before Shabbos, which is a separate halacha. Are you allowed to actually set sail close to Shabbos? Kamara continues. 
By Rav Hananya, Rav Hananya asked the question, Yesh Tchumin L'mala Me'asara or Ain Tchumin L'mala Me'asara? Is there a Tchum Shabbos above ten Tchachim, above the earth, or not? Amud Gavua Sarab Rachavar Ba'alot Yibayrach. Now, if you have a pillar that's ten Tchachim high and four Tchachim wide and it's half in the Tchum and half outside the Tchum, there there's no question. Da'ara Samichtahi. That's considered like the earth itself, and you're not allowed to step from the part that's inside the Tchum to the part that's outside the Tchum. Tinti Ba'alach Ba'amud Gavua Sarab Ba'alot question is regarding a post which is ten Tfachim tall, but not four Tfachim wide. Or, if you're jumping, when you're, you jump up in the air above ten Tfachim, can you go outside the Tchum? Or another version is, what if you're on a boat, and the boat is more than ten Tfachim above the seabed or the riverbed? Amr of Hoshia, where Hoshia said, Tashma, come in here, it happened that they came from Plundersine and their boat was out in the sea. And they had this debate about whether they could walk in the boat or not. Now, if you say that there is a Tchum above Ten Tfachim, that's what it means that Rabbi Kiva and Rabbi Shor were Machmir. They had a reason to be Machmir in case the boat stopped. But if you say that there is no Tchum above Ten Tfachim, Amai Ratzu. Why would they want to be Machmir, even if the boat would stop? There would not be any Isser of Tchum above Ten Tfachim. Our answer is, Rava, like Rava said in another case, it's where the boat is going through a shallow, marshy type of area, where the water is less than Ten Tfachim deep. Hachanami, here too, here too, was going through this shallow, marshy area. Tashma, come in here. One time, they did not come into port until after dark, and he asked Rabban Gamliel, are we allowed to get off the boat? And he said, I was paying attention, and we were inside the Tchum before Shabbos started. Now, if there's Tchum above Tent Fachim, Shapir, then I understand the question. Are we allowed to get off the boat? But if there's no Tchum above Tent Fachim, so what if we were not within the Tchum before Shabbos? The water was more than 10 Tchachim deep, and they were not in any Tchum. So why can't they get off the boat? And in that, Rava said, the concern is where it's going in shallow water. Tashma, so come in here, another proof. There were seven teachings that were said on Shabbos morning in front of Rav Chista Besura in the city of Sura. should say. And in the evening of that same Shabbos, they were said in front of Rava Bukumbadita. Manamrinu. Who said them? Lav Eliyahu? Was it not Eliyahu Anavi? Mamrinu. Alma Eintchumin Lamala Me'asara. You see that there's no Tchum Shabbos above Ten Shvachim, because how else could Eliyahu get from Sura to Kumbadita? Mara says, well, no, Dilma Yosef Sheda Rinho. No, maybe it was Yosef Sheda who's not Jewish and doesn't keep mitzvahs who repeated these seven teachings. Tashma, come in here. Harini Nazir Biyom Shaven David Ba. The person says, I will be a Nazir on a day when Mashiach could come. That's the Ritva's translation. Not on the day when Mashiach does come, but on a day when Mashiach could come. Mutar Lishtot Yain Vishvatotu Vim 
He's allowed to drink wine on Shabbos and Yom Tov because Mashiach cannot come on Shabbos or Yom Tov. Mepharshim on the Yud Gimel Ikarim of the Rambam bring that when we say Anima Amin Ve'munashima Vieta Mashiach Bechol Yom Sheyavo that I, I believe Mashiach will come and I'll wait for him every day. It's not I will wait for him to come every day that he can come every day because he can't come on Shabbos and Yom Tov. It means every day I will wait for him. I'm constantly waiting for Mashiach, but there are days when Mashiach can't come. Not that I think Mashiach might come any day. So this person is allowed to drink wine on Shabbos and Yom Tov because Mashiach is not coming on Yom Tov or Shabbos. He's not allowed to drink wine on any weekday because maybe Mashiach will come. Now, if you say there is a Tchum above that's why you're allowed to drink wine on Shabbos and Yom Tov. Mashiach can't come. But if there is no Tchum on Shabbos and Yom Tov, why are you allowed to drink wine? Maybe Mashiach will come. It sounds from here like Mashiach is coming from somewhere through the air. We'll have to wait and see exactly how that develops. If there is no Tchum, then Mashiach could come in Shabbos and Yom Tov. Why are you allowed to drink wine? Kumar says, Shani Hatam, Damar Kra, Navi. Because the Pasuk says, I will send you Eliyahu Navi before the great day. And Eliyahu Navi didn't come yesterday, so I you know Mashiach's not coming today. Where it says, Yahachi Bechol, Kol Yom of Yom Nami In that case, you should be allowed to drink wine every day. Because Eliyahu Navi didn't come yesterday. No, maybe he came to the base in Hagadol in Yerushalayim and you didn't hear about it. But maybe he came to the Beit Hagadol in Yerushalayim and you didn't hear about it. That was yesterday and today Mashiach will come. Therefore, you cannot drink wine today. Sumara says, Well, then you shouldn't be allowed to drink wine on Shabbos either because maybe Eliyahu Navi came on Friday and Mashiach will come on Shabbos. Our answers, No, it's guaranteed that Eliyahu and Navi will not come on Friday or Shabbos because it would cause trouble. People would have to stop preparing for Shabbos or Yom Tov and go meet Eliyahu and Navi. Where it says, You would think, If Eliyahu and Navi is not going to come on Friday, then Mashiach is certainly not going to come on Friday. So Bumali Shabta Lishtari, then you should be allowed to drink wine on Friday also, because it's not a day Mashiach can come. Where it says, no, Eliyahu lo ati, Mashiach will not come on Friday. Mashiach ati, Mashiach could come on Friday. Why? Because once Mashiach comes, all the Goyim will be avadim to the Jewish people. We won't have to prepare for Shabbos. They'll do it for us. Mara asks, you should be allowed to drink wine on Sunday because Eliyahu Navi can't come on Shabbos. And yet you're not allowed to drink wine on Sunday, which means Eliyahu Navi could come on Shabbos, so that we should prove that there's no Tchum above Ten Tchachim. How else would Eliyahu Navi come on Shabbos? If there is a Tchum above Ten Tchachim, then Eliyahu cannot come on Shabbos, and Mashiach cannot come on Sunday. You should be allowed to drink wine on Sunday. The law at Eliyahu Shabbat, because Eliyahu won't come on Shabbos. So the Gemara says, Hi Tana, this Tana who said that if you make a neder that you cannot drink wine on the day when Mashiach could come, 
you may drink wine on Shabbos and Yom Tov, and not on a weekday. He's in doubt whether there is a Tchum above Ten Tfachim or there is not a Tchum above Ten Tfachim. And therefore, he is Machmir. Maybe there are not Tchumin above Ten Tfachim, and Eliyahu Navi will come on Shabbos, and Mashiach will come on Sunday. Therefore, he does not permit drinking wine on Sunday. Mar asks, the Kai Ema to Kanadar. When did this person make this neder? Elama the Kai Bechol, if he's standing on a weekday, he says, I will not drink wine on a day when Mashiach can come. Now, a Nadir is for at least 30 days. So, Kevin the Chalalai Naziru, if he made the neder on a Tuesday, so the Naziris takes effect. Hechi Atyav Shabbat Umakale. How does Shabbos come and get him out of his vow? How can he drink wine on Shabbos? Ella the Kai Bechabta, rather, is talking about. Where he made the vow on Shabbos, the Kanadar, or the Yom Tov, the Kanadar, or he made the Neder on Yom Tov. And we're only talking about that day, that day he can, he can drink, because Eliyahu Navi can't come on Friday, so Mashiach can't come on Shabbos, or Yom Tov. But from that day on, he's prohibited even on Shabbos and Yom Tov, because on the weekdays, Mashiach could come, and therefore his vow, his Naziros, takes effect. It seems for this Gemara, that Eliyahu Navi is definitely coming before Mashiach. And yet the Rambam writes that there are some people who say that Eliyahu Navi will come before Mashiach, and when it happens, we'll know how it will happen. Until then, we don't know. Uh, maybe it's even a bigger implication, it's specifically one day before. There is a Medrash that says three days before. And I think that's what a lot of people are familiar with, that Eliyahu Navi is going to come three days before Mashiach. Putting aside the Medrash, this is a, a Gemara, it outweighs a medrash, and it seems pretty definite that Eliyahu Hanavi is coming. So the question is, where does Rambam get that some people say Eliyahu Hanavi is coming, and when it happens, we'll know how it happens. Rabbi Sefer called HaMashiach Laor HaHalacha by Rabbi Michal Peretz of Mexico City, and he shows that this Gemara is not according to Halacha, because this Gemara holds that if you make a, a suffix Nazirus, a doubtful Nazirus, that it takes effect. The person said, I will be a Nazir on a day when Mashiach could come. The halacha is that a suffix Nazirus is not a Nazirus. You make an uncertain Nazirus, you're not a Nazir, period. And that's not like this Gemara. So it comes out that this entire Gemara is not according to halacha. And therefore, likewise, the assumption in the Gemara that Eliyahu Navi is coming before Mashiach is also possibly a das yachid, an opinion of one lointana, and therefore the Rambam is in doubt whether Eliyahu Navi is coming before Mashiach or not. The Mishnah said, One time they went into port on Shabbos, and they asked Rabbi Gamliel, can we get off the ship? And he said, I was watching, and we were within 2,000 Amos before Shabbos started. Tana, Brisa says, Rabbi Gamliel had some kind of cylinder to look through. He could look through it 2,000 almost on land and parallel to that 2,000 almost in the sea. Meiri explains that it's a telescope on a post and you go out on land and you sight it so that it sees exactly 2,000 almost, depending on the angle you turn it. 
it will see farther or shorter distances. So you, you fix it at an angle that it sees exactly 2,000 almost, and then you can take it out on the sea, and on any horizontal surface, you'll know that you're seeing 2,000 almost. That's how the Meiri explains. Gemara continues, if a person wants to know how deep a valley is, he brings a cylinder and he looks through it. He'll know how deep it is. Again, the Me'iri gives an explanation. Somehow you use this device to measure the depth by looking through it and knowing how far you can see with it. Rashi says you look into the canyon, then you back away from it till something is in focus, and then you measure that distance and know how deep the canyon was. It's some kind of surveying tool. The Brysa continues, If you want to know how tall a palm tree is, you measure your own height, and your shadow, and the shadow of the palm tree, and then you do some algebra. In picture 11 in the parish high, you probably had algebra problems like this in junior high school. If you don't want wild animals to take shelter in the shade of a tombstone, you stick a post in the ground at the fourth hour of the day, which is when the heat starts to become intense and when animals start to seek shelter. You see which way the shadow is going. And then you make a slope to the side of the tombstone that matches the direction of the shadow at four hours of the day, and that will keep animals from being able to go there, like picture 12, first high. And Rashi says, and once they can't find shelter there at 10 o'clock in the morning, they'll go somewhere else and look for shelter, and they won't come back the rest of the day. And furthermore, in the heat of the afternoon, even the shade is hot, so they won't have any reason to go looking for shade there. And as Rashi says, the different hours, the shade will be in different directions. But either they will already have gone elsewhere, or the ground will already be so hot that hiding in the shade of a different direction won't do them any good. We will stop there.